Hi, everyone. My name is Narika. And I'm Ayana. And, and we, we are Sister, Sister Stories. And you're listening to the Sister Stories podcast. Why the Moon is Free A Mexican folktale presented by Sister Stories, told by Narika Masla, and accompanied by Monica Levine. Sol, the sun, loved la luna, the moon. She was the most beautiful sight he had ever seen. She was so round and voluptuous and bright. She lit up the entire night sky. Every night, as el sol, the sun, went to sleep down behind the hills. He would stare up at the moon as she rose up above the ocean. He admired the moon's beauty so much and he longed to have her as his wife. So one evening he called up into the sky Oh, Luna, tú eres la más bonita cosa de todo el mundo. Oh, Moon, you are the most beautiful thing in the entire world. You are more beautiful, more beautiful than the reddest, roundest rose. You are more beautiful than the morning doves that fly through the morning blue sky. You are so exquisite. And I cannot bear it any longer. I want you for my very own. I want you for my wife. Luna, marry me, please. <laughs> the moon giggled. She was flattered by the sun. But she was used to shining all alone in the night. Without a companion such as the sun. And she liked it that way. She never grew lonely because there were a million stars that she could talk to and play with. There were meteors and planets that she raced against and joked with. She had fun in the sky, alone in the night. She liked her life the way that it was. But she was flattered by the sun. And they were good friends. They had been friends for a very long time. So the moon thought for a moment. And finally she replied, Sol, sun, yo me caso contigo. I will marry you under one condition. You must bring me a beautiful article of clothing. I love flowy white dresses and flowy long white skirts and blouses that have beautiful beadwork and threading. I love beautiful clothing that makes me shine bright. 
I will marry you if you bring me a beautiful article of clothing, but it must fit perfectly. If it fits me just right, then I shall marry you. That's it, just an article of clothing? That fits me just perfectly. Huh, all right, I can do that. No problem, sin problema. <laughs> An article of clothing that fits you perfectly. Yes, I will find the most beautiful article of clothing and then you will be even more stunning than you are now. I will be back, Luna. I will be back, Moon. And so that night, as the sun went to sleep behind the hillside and he stared up at the beautiful moon, he thought about what article of clothing he would get the moon as a gift. Before he had gone home, he had taken the moon's measurements precisely. And that night he slipped them under his pillow to keep them safe. As he dreamt, he dreamed of the most beautiful dress he could possibly imagine. And he woke up, yes, I will make the most beautiful dress. Well, I will have my tailor make the most beautiful dress. And so that day, he soared across the sky to his tailor's house. And he said, Tailor, tailor, my friend, I need your help. Well, hello. What can I do for you? I need you to make the most beautiful dress in the entire world that you have ever made. Lo más bonito de todo el mundo. The most beautiful of all the world. It will be for the moon, and when it fits her perfectly and looks gorgeous on her, she then will be my wife. Can you do that for me, Taylor? Well, of course. Si, 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 claro. Yes, 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 of course. I am the best tailor in the entire world. Of course, I can make the most beautiful dress. But, but it must fit the moon perfectly. Yes, see. I am the best tailor, I told you. As long as you have the measurements, I will sew it perfectly. Give me three days. Come back in three days and it will be ready. Oh, tailor, thank you so much, said the sun. And so he soared back across the sky and waited for three days impatiently as the tailor sewed the moon's dress. Three days later, he returned to the tailor's house and he saw the dress. Oh, que bonito! How beautiful! What a magnificent job you did, tailor. Thank you. Gracias. The dress was long and white, woven with golden thread and sprinkled with stardust. And you got the measurements right. Is that right, tailor? Of course, I got the measurements right. Bring it to the moon and find out yourself, responded the tailor. I am the best tailor in the entire world. Now the son was so excited about the dress that he could not wait. So he flew over to the moon's house right away. He said, Luna, Luna, moon, moon, look, I have your beautiful dress. It will fit you perfectly and then you can be my wife. The son pulled out the dress for the moon. <gasps> wow, que bonito, how beautiful, said the moon. Here, let me try it on. 
And so she took the dress from the sun and pulled it up over her moon body. But it got stuck right around her waist. And even when she sucked in her sides, it wouldn't go all the way over her body. Oh, oh, oh soul, son, this is rather uncomfortable. Did you get my measurements right? Well, of course I got your measurements right. You saw me take them. Verdad? Right? Yes, but do you think that such a round moon such as myself could fit into something so small? I'm sorry, son, but this dress does not fit. Oh, I'm so sorry, mi amor. I, I, I must have made a mistake with the measurements, or, or maybe the tailor made a mistake. I, I will fix it right away. Give me a couple of more days and I will be back with a dress that fits you perfectly. Very well. Está bien. So again the sun took the moon's measurements, and this time he focused very hard on getting them perfect. Then he flew back across the sky to his tailor's house. Tailor, tailor, you did something wrong or I did something wrong. I do not know who, but we got the measurements of the dress wrong. Huh. Well, that is very hard to believe that I did something wrong because I am the best tailor in the entire world. But did you get her measurements again? I will try again. Yes, yes, tailor. Here are her measurements. And so the son passed back the dress and the measurements, and again the tailor said, Give me three more days, and I will get it perfectly right this time. I am the best tailor in the entire world. I understand, yes. I don't know how this happened. And so the son waited three more days, and again he went back to the tailor's house, saw the dress. It was still as beautiful as ever. Thank you, thank you, tailor. And he flew back across the sky to the moon and said, Luna, Luna, I have the dress. It will fit you perfectly this time. I am sure of it. The tailor worked extra hard, and I took your measurements perfectly. You saw last time. In all of his excitement, the son did not notice that the moon looked a little bit thinner than she had the last time he had taken her measurements. But he was too excited to notice. Here, here, try it on. Oh, gracias. Thank you, son. I will try it on. It's such a beautiful dress. The moon took the dress and slipped it on over her moon body. But this time, instead of getting stuck, whoop, it almost slipped all the way off. Oh, oh, Sol, son, what do you think I am, a big round tortilla? This is far too big for me. Uh, but how can it be too big for you? I, It was too small and I, I took out the sides. I'm sorry, son, but this dress still does not fit me. Now the sun was very confused, and so he decided to take the moon's measurements again. And this time he spent three whole hours taking her measurements, inch by inch, centimeter by centimeter, to get it perfectly right. I will be back with a dress that fits perfectly. And he flew back across the sky to the tailor's house. But I am the best tailor in the entire world. And again the tailor sewed, and again the sun brought the dress back to the moon. And it did not fit her. 
For fourteen days and fourteen nights, the sun flew back and forth across the sky, adjusting the size of the dress. And every time it was adjusted, it still did not fit the moon perfectly. And so on the fourteenth night, when the dress did not fit la luna, the moon, el sol, the sun said, <sighs> Yo entiendo. I understand. I understand, moon, that you are not meant to be the sun's wife. You are not meant to be the moon of the sun. You are meant to be the moon of the entire world, the moon of the night sky. You cannot be my moon alone. Gracias por entender. Thank you for understanding, said the moon. I do feel slightly bad for playing such a trick on you, Sol. But you are such a good friend. After all, I figured. <laughs> it was a lesson well learned, mi amor. So that night, as the sun went to sleep down behind the hills, he stared up at the moon and sighed. Oh, he sighed out of love and defeat. And as the moon rose up above the ocean, she giggled out of delight, cleverness, and freedom. Narika chose this story because we grew up part-time in Mexico. Although we weren't born there and our ancestors don't come from there, we think of it as a home. Through spending time living in Mexico, going to school there, creating community, and growing family there, we learned many things, one of which was how to speak Spanish. Is there somewhere in the world that you were not born, but you think of as home? Maybe you have two or three places that feel like home to you. What have these places taught you? Family can be the people we live with, or it can be people we don't live with, and sometimes it's both. Who do you call family? What languages do you speak with them? <laughs> 